Good morning and welcome to a wonderful Wednesday morning of January 26th. Thank you for tuning in this morning to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. Can you believe that January is already almost over? And I I pray and I hope that as you started the new year that you have been sticking to your dreams and your goals and whatever the Lord has put in your heart to do because it's so rewarding and so uh, beautiful when you begin to see the things that the Lord has put in your heart come to pass. Um, And it's also very humbling. But I also want to share something powerful with you this morning to let you know that some of you may still be dreamers and trying to figure out how you're going to accomplish what the Lord has asked of you because the vision could be just that great. But I want you to know as you're listening, there are some things that we cannot do unless the Holy Spirit leads us to do it. And also sometimes unless the Lord has given us that specific dream that he wants to accomplish in and through us. And I have an example for you. For an example, there was a time in my life where I wanted to be an elementary school teacher, but the Lord had other plans for my life outside of just being an elementary school teacher. Later in life, I discovered that the plans that God have are so much greater than what we can plan for ourselves. And is in fact is more, and which leads me to go to the book of Psalms. I'm sorry, to the book of Second Samuel, verse seven, which is a very powerful uh, scripture because it talks about really how King David had a desire to build a temple. It acknowledges that, but also God comes back and, and used the prophet Nathan to tell David that, look, this is not what I want from the king. So verse chapter, uh, 2 Samuel uh, verse 7 starts off by saying, King David was living in a palace and the Lord had given him peace from all his enemies around him. Then David said to Nathan the prophet, look, I am living in a palace made of cedar wood, but the ark of God is in a tent. Nathan said to the king, go and do what you really want to do because the Lord is with you. So Nathan was always reassuring David of what what the Lord said to do and what he said not to do because indeed Nathan was the prophet. Verse 4 says, But that night the Lord spoke his word to Nathan. And God says to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. Will you build a house for me to live in? For the time I brought the Israelites out of Egypt, Now, if you don't know, the Israelites was God's chosen people who God fed and nurtured as a baby. And he raised them and taught the Israelites in his way of thinking so that they would know the Lord, his ways and honor him as their Lord. And God says, 
From the time I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until now, I have not lived in a house. I have been moving around all this time with the tent as my home. As I have moved with the Israelites, I have never said to the tribes whom I commanded to take care of my people Israel, why haven't you built me a house of cedar? Verse 8 says, You must tell my servant David that this is what the Lord All-Powerful says. I took you from the pasture and from tending the sheep and made you leader over my people. Look how God exalted David. Not because David wanted to be exalted, but because God chose deliberately to exalt David for his own glory. Verse 9 says, I have been with you everywhere you have gone and have defeated your enemies for you. I will make you as famous as any of the great people on the earth. Also, I will choose a place for my people, Israel. I will plant them so that they can live in their own homes. So for those that are listening this morning, that you may not have a home. You may have never purchased a home, but here on earth God does want us to be entrepreneurs and owners because that verse says it it says I will plant them so they can live in their own homes God wants us to be not only spiritually planted in him but he wants us to be mentally uh, financially planted so that we can do great things for his kingdom and have a, a place a foundation to build a family And it says they will not be bothered anymore. Wicked people will no longer bother them as they have in the past when I chose judges for my people Israel. But I will give you peace from all your enemies. I also tell you that I will make your descendants kings of Israel after you. So God had not only was telling Nathan to tell David all of these things that look, I've never lived in a tent. David I don't need to live in a tent but basically my job is to take care of you your people your descendants and Israel so in verse 12 it says when you die and join your ancestors I will make one of your sons look how God was so intentional here the prophecy was spoken of way before David's son came into the picture and that's what God is he's a revealer of truth and he says when you die and join your ancestors i will make one of your sons the next king now notice a name was not given but a prophecy was given to say that look david one of your sons is going to reign as king and i will set up his kingdom he will build a house for me and i will let his kingdom rule always i will be his father And he will be my son. When he sins, I will use other people to punish him. They will be my whips. I took away my love from Saul, whom I removed before you. But I never stopped loving your son. But your family and your kingdom will continue always before me. Your throne will last forever. And Nathan told David everything God has said in the vision. So I want you to know that the vision that you have for your life and the ultimate vision that God has for your life can be two different types of vision. It was a desire in David's heart to build a house for the Lord. 
But God told the prophet Nathan that, look, you're not the one that is going to build me the house. It's going to come through your bloodline. It's going to come through your offspring. It's going to come through the next generation, through your son. And we're going to go into part two next week to see how if God kept his promise or if the Lord did not keep his promise. Because it's so important to read God's word so that you can have understanding and knowledge of it for yourself and not be led astray from from people who try to interpret. But God has given us the power and authority to read, study to show thyself approved so that you personally can know what God's word said and what was spoken of from the very beginning. So I pray today that as you're listening and you're seeking God in your quiet time, in your prayer time, doing your fasting, that you get quiet to see that if you're walking in your vision that you want for yourself, or if you're walking in the vision that the Lord has chosen and purpose for your life, I want you to ask yourself that and take the time to ask the Lord because there are two different types of vision for our lives. Is one that the enemy would give us and is one that the Lord has chosen for us. And we must, of course, be in the alignment of the one that our Heavenly Father has chosen and ordained for us as opposed to the one we've chosen for ourselves. So, Father, Lord, I thank you for allowing those who come across this podcast to hear this word, God. Lord, help them to receive the message of truth in their hearts, God. And God, help us all to walk in the purpose and in the vision and the destiny that you have ordained, God. God, let us not lean to our own understanding. Remove the selfish desires, the selfish dreams, whatever it is that we're trying to reach apart from you, God. Lord, we thank you for clarity and and showing us, God, that what you will is not what we will, God. The vision sometimes may not be coming from us, but it could be coming through our descendants. And so, Father, we're so thankful to know, God, that you are intentional, purposeful, God. And, God, that you truly know the plan according to Jeremiah 29 and 11, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would quiet somebody's spirit today, somebody's soul, and let them find rest by knowing, God, that they don't have to worry if the vision is going to come to pass because you are the promise keeper who makes all things possible when we choose to believe and obey you at your word, God. Reveal yourself in a mighty way, God, and show your glory today, God, in our lives as you did with King David, God. God, we thank you for who you are, your love, and may you continue to keep your people. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you, and may God bless you. And thank you again for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. Until next time, we shall meet again. Bye-bye.